Hey, friends. It's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's Let's start start the show. Happy Thanksgiving, Joe. Happy day day before Thanksgiving. We have to say Thanksgiving Ah. when it comes out. We have to live in the future when we're recording. So. Take two. Happy Thanksgiving, Joe. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Brian. I'm so glad people are choosing to listen to us on Thanksgiving. It's cool taping a podcast on Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, you don't have to go that far. <laughs> you just have to pretend. Okay. But you don't have to like be a, a stinky liar. <laughs> we, we are recording the day before Thanksgiving, but this will come out on Thanksgiving Day. It's our Thanksgiving special. Mm-hmm. And my lies smell of musk. <laughs> Your lies smell of... <laughs> Armpit hair. No. Yeah, I can smell them a mile away. They smell of um, everything that is good and out like sawdust and coffee beans. Mm-mm. You know, musk. No, belly button lint and armpit hair. An mm, old forest and um, I just, I don't know, something like. Have de- you ever smelled like dog's de- feet? Like diesel fuel. You ever smelled dog's feet? <laughs> uh, no. They smell a little like Fritos. Mm. It's amazing to smell a dog's foot. I'm going to have you smell my dog's feet before you leave. I will not do that. You will. I, 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 you're the kind of guy that will, though. Nope. Like, you just got to try this, and you'll be like, like, oh, okay. <sighs> you might be, like, re- reluctant now, but when it comes down to it, I think you'd do it. Maybe if it was Bailey. <laughs> that's, that's the worst foot out of the ones in there. But that's the nicest dog. Okay. Hers, I've, I've smelt all of their feet. It's kind of a thing I do. If they're on the couch with me, I'm like, let me smell your feet. Uh, Is that weird? Yep. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm not a dog person. Yeah. Maybe. You smell your cat's feet? Maybe all dog people out there are like, that's what I do too. Right on. And the, No, I don't smell my cat's feet. Everyone talks about them though. Everyone mm-hmm. in the house is like, look at how cute the cat's feet are. And I'm so, like, So cats are okay. different for me because they go into a litter box. Yeah. And so I don't like to put my face near their feet. Yep. And so that's 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 kind of, you know, there's their their hind end mm-hmm. and their feetsies that kind of stay away with from on cats. I just feel like dogs are um pooping on their own feet. Mm-mm. They might. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've watched them poop before. They're not. They're not doing that. And then they kind of like whip it back and behind them. You know, that, like, that they're putting grass on top of it. Kind of like a cat would. Yeah, they are trying to like fling their their smell. It's gross. <laughs> it is, but their feet smell good. So this is going to be... It doesn't make sense to me. So this is going to be our um, awesome food episode. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're going to entice you and, and titillate your taste buds. <laughs> when we're talking about poop flinging. I think um, our last podcast, have you listened back yet? No. Okay. It was our funniest podcast. Really? Yeah. Okay. Alpen, Alpen Fuel in Your Mouth, episode 43. Mm-hmm. I was by myself driving, LOLing. And that was when we were just by ourselves. We were just by ourselves in the garage. We tried some Alpen Fuel. We talked about uh, the you and the trumpet and oh, um, yeah. you know some different things. It was fun. Okay. It okay. was fun. So if people are listening to this one and you haven't listened to the previous one, um, don't stop what you're doing because it's Thanksgiving and this is the Thanksgiving special. Yeah, but, just uh, relax. 
listen to episode 43. You got to do it. Cool. Well, I'll have to, well I was going to go listen, but um, I was busy that day doing stuff. Oh, I was getting into my recording. So mm. I've been having fun in the old studio. So, mm-hmm. I mean, when you've got, you have to be listening in with headphones and it makes it hard to listen to podcasts at the same time. Yeah, I, so it's been easy for me to listen because I've been doing a lot of hunting, but now hunting is really kind of coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not in my truck as much. And so it's harder to listen to podcasts. I've been listening like while making dinner and, and stuff like that. But it's, it's harder when I'm not in my truck for several hours a day. Yeah, good idea. I'll probably, um, I'll probably listen maybe later on when I'm getting ready for my show um, that I did yesterday. <laughs> You like hide? Yeah, you did good. I'm getting it. You did good. You did good. <laughs> Yesterday was Wednesday. Yeah. As everyone knows. Yeah. And I was playing my weekly Wednesday show at the halftime. Halftime. Where, where all you got to do is come um, to the halftime sports bar on the Northwest Bypass. And um, while I'm playing on Wednesday from 530 to 830, check into the VIP station by entering your phone number or email address. And that will enter you for a chance to win a super expensive Yeti Yeti cooler. Mm-hmm. They give they give one away a month. Yeah, you you, you got to be there um, for the first Wednesday of the month to actually win. Oh, so um, yeah. As like the same person won before? No, back no. Um, we only did it one time last month. It was pretty cool. So they take everyone's name and how many times you kind of put in your name during the show so mm-hmm. you get more chances to win mm-hmm. and they she lovingly the the manager robin wrote them down each by hand and then cut them into like little strips of Entwined. paper yeah. in, in betwixt uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and and put them in like a like a boxer hat or whatever situation bucket yeah. and then i got to choose the name like i was like rummaging through trying to make it fair not looking then i pulled out somebody's name and they had to be there so i was like oh gosh we're gonna like draw five or six names before we get somebody and the guy was there you know some young strapping lad yeah was like whoa and he looked like he could use a cooler and i was like this is cool (laughs) and he's like oh my gosh that can i i just take this right now and i'm like this is yours you just take it back to your table and you have a 299 dollar yeti cooler i think that's how much they are so you need to win it so that then we can give it away on the show. I think Robin asked me if I was entered, which means technically I think I could win. Yeah. And so if I draw my own name out of the bucket, mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Yeah. And then I'll give it away on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make it cool, yeah. you know, because I don't want to. But I wouldn't like, want to have, like, I'd want that cooler. Like if I won, I wouldn't want to give it away on the show. They're so cool. Yeah. Like when you see them up close, you're like, eh, why would that be worth that much? And then you see it up close, you're like, these are so cool. Yeah. Oh, I really want one. But for $300. When, mm-hmm. when they first came out, like years and years and years ago, um, one of my buddies found one on the side of the road. And it was just missing one of the latches. So they have like two latches that come down on the, some of the bigger ones. It's just like these rubber oh, yeah. like latches that come down to close the, the lid. And it was missing one of those. And when you opened it up, it smelled of, well, like your lies, right? It smelled like your lies. Horrible. Uh-huh. Horrible. It smelled of musk. <laughs> no. Like uh, rich soil. Like somebody had put an animal they had killed in it, and then it fell out of their truck, and who knows how long it had been sitting there. Ew. And, and he found it. Okay. And so, but then, then the next year, 
I hope after he cleaned it out, but I didn't put any of my food in there. Uh Um, He had been out hunting in August, like warm, warm, warm weather. And he had been out there for four or five days. And when I got there, he opened up the cooler and said, look at this free cooler I got and how amazing it is. And it's still like all the ice was still just fine. Yeah. And like 80, 90 degree weather, mm-hmm. just kind of in the shade. Yep. And so it's kind of like if, if, if you're into that kind of thing, it's worth the money. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Wednesdays, halftime. Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about. Yep. Go to Joe's show Go next Wednesday because it's too late to make it to this one. Yeah. You're listening to the uh, post-show wrap-up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Thanksgiving special. Oh, yeah. And I remember um, from yesterday's show how great it was. It was awesome. Oh, man. I was hitting every note. Yeah. I, before, you, told, you told me about that. You were texting me yeah, I was while like, you were hitting all the notes. I can't believe I'm hitting all these notes. Yeah, I just hit that. Um, I think you said A sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hit that A sharp like a like a madman. Like a boss. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it was like, that's my note now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's fun. <laughs> it's fun being good at what you do like I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's fun being amazing and attractive. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's being really... <laughs> I was going to ask you how that, how that was because I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Your coffee, you, you brought coffee today. Yeah. Because last time we recorded, I usually make coffee. I didn't last time. So you're like, I'm going to be prepared. You brought your own. Yep. Your coffee is stronger than the coffee I make. Yeah. Um, I also found out um, I've been making my coffee weak. Okay. <laughs> so like the coffee you've been drinking is not what we usually do um huh. I've, I've been minus some coffee in there so it should have been stronger okay but it's not it's not like super bitter yeah i can tell that it's strong but it's not like i don't want to drink you strong if that makes sense yeah this is um gosh it's a local beanery i can't remember uh you know uh, the one that everyone knows uh, uh, morning light. Yes, morning, morning light. light. Yeah, this is the Charlie Russell, I think. And uh, I just told him to give me whatever today. I was like, "Can you just give me whatever?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then I usually do a mix it with a decaf. But today, I was needing uh, the extra pep in my step, mm-hmm. and so I made this is just all regular cup of Joe, mm-hmm. and I just put it in the French press. Which, I mean, I just it's better than everything else. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you, I'm glad you did because I I went and had lunch right before we recorded and mm-hmm. came back a little um a little tired. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, like ready for a nap or something. Oh, so man. I'm glad you brought coffee. Hey, my pleasure. And I'm I'm good to go now. We got to get through this um podcast without yes. going, what do we talk about next?" Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're Thanksgiving special. And so I think first we need to we need to cover um, Thanksgivings of years past. Are there any Thanksgiving good or bad memories that you have? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I remember. Um, I remember going to a friend of mine's house. Uh, he invited me. It was down in Phoenix, and he invited me over to his fr- his family's house. Um, and he was a black guy, and. Um, and he warned me. He was like, "So we like our food a little spicy." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You're not, you're not, you're not saying anything. I don't like, sir. Yeah, serve it up." And uh, when I got there, it was like it was like everything that you'd 
you'd expect. Like uh, it was the turkey. It was the baked mac and cheese. There were some collard greens, actually. Um, there was, but then there was also the regular green bean casserole. But I noticed everything had a little bit of cayenne pepper in it. Mm-hmm. Like from the turkey to the macaroni, like everything had this like, like the simmering spice. And I was like, I'm in heaven. This is, why, why can't all food be like this? Like, oh, so like it wasn't like too much for you? No, I loved it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I love spicy food. Uh, no, I love spicy food too, but I like to have a non-spicy, you know, something with it. Sure. Like I like to have a reprieve. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to say, okay, I'm taking a bite of the wing. Now I'm going to go to my fries. Now I'm going mm-hmm. back to the wing. Now I'm going to the fries. But I don't want the fries to also be spicy. Well, it wasn't like going out to Indian food. Okay. And not knowing everything like, was just like just had a little pep in its step. Yeah. Everything yeah. was like, oh, this is good, but it's like ten percent more good than I'm used to. What what's oh it's a little spicy too. I oh I love that. It yeah. like gave it a fullness of flavor. Like when when you make macaroni and cheese and you add sriracha to it, right? And you're like, I'm just kicking it up a notch. Oh yeah. Here here's yeah. here's what I did yesterday. I okay. Went, I took a box of macaroni and cheese, for mm-hmm. instance. I cook it to the you know i boil the thing and i get the noodles ready but then i just take a little bit of uh, i take the butter and i melt that first and i put in like a couple shakes of uh red pepper flake and then a couple shakes of fresh ground pepper and then a little pinch of salt maybe i can't remember if i was doing that and then um the little bit of milk or whatever and then a little bit of the um a little bit of the noodles and I first make a slurry and get that thing activated, you know, cause to me the red pepper flake doesn't taste like anything unless you heat it up for a little bit. Mm. Like many, many spices are actually really good after you activate them for a little bit. And so I did that first and just then made macaroni and cheese like you would from a box, you know, but I did that one little extra step and man, it was like everything. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the way I'm making it from now on. I just had like, a, I don't do that often, but I, I was just having this idea. Like, I wonder what would happen if I did this? Let's kick it up a notch, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, even Melanie was like, did you put red pepper in this? Well, this is pretty good. And I was like, yes, I didn't overdo it. So you Boom. need you need to do a YouTube video on like, um, I think kicking it up a notch is probably stolen. There was definitely like a Southern guy that would, would say that. Yeah. I could a racist make, white southern guy that would be like, I'm kicking it up a notch. I, I could make something up. But you yeah. make up something, and then you just do a YouTube channel solely around taking little, not shortcuts, but like just a couple added steps to make ramen better, or macaroni and cheese, or your bowl of cereal, little or enhancements. instant oatmeal. Oh. And where you can, you like go to the store, mm-hmm. you say, well, this week we're going to make these three things, and so I'm going to show you how to, for 10 bucks, we're making all these things better. Uh-huh. And you just like red pepper flakes and, oh, instead of getting, you know, the skim milk, get this milk because it's going to, you know, whatever. And you just show people these little teeny hacks they could do that they could um, improve their lives living on uh, food stamps better, you know. I think I could do like six months of just like, here's what happens when you melt the butter first and put in some red pepper flake. <laughs> well, uh, it's surprising to me how many people don't know, like, let the pan heat up before you put the egg in. I'm with you. Okay. Right? Like mm-hmm. um, they'll they'll put the pan on the stove, turn the stove on, throw the egg in it, and wait. Oh yeah, terrible. And that's, that's not good. No, that's that. not how you do it. 
Yeah, so I guess you're right. There are like not only like little enhancements, but some a lot just, of people could use the basics. Just the reminders, just super simple basics that I didn't know either. My parents didn't teach me that. I would, I probably for years was just throwing eggs in a cold skillet. You know, I could probably do. Um, so there's one other one that I just love. If you do the you know, put some butter down on a pan, melt it a bit, not too much. You know what I mean. Put some red pepper flake down and shake down some maybe garlic salt too. Mm. And that's how I like to um, slowly kind of heat up or heat back up yesterday's pizza. Mm. You take yeah. it, yesterday's pizza. It's cold. It's soggy. It's bull crap. You heat it up slowly, and you can do this in a toaster oven too. But I, I used to do it, and because I like the extra oil and the buttery taste, you mm-hmm. know that you get. Because mm-hmm. to me, I'm basically making it better. Mm-hmm. You know, because yesterday it was not as crispy on bottom. There was no delicious buttery, spicy, garlicky taste. Mm-hmm. But then today, I've got this. It's it's kind of like the same idea as a twice baked potato. You know, you've baked it once. Or French fries. If you ever made really good French fries, you par fry them first. Mm-hmm. Then you let them sit and dry out and blah, blah, blah. And then you put them back in for the final fry. It's the same concept. So, like, do you, do you know the little one little step you can use for the um, Joe Ryan life hacks is um, mm-hmm. uh, soaking potatoes? Yo, yeah. To get the starch out. I never used to do that, but homemade huh. fries, if you take the starch out. And I saw a video where you could like then use that starch if you like collected it for something else. I can't remember what. But okay. like it's amazing how much starch is in potatoes. Yeah. It's 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 visible. Like you can see it in the bottom of the bowl when you're like soaking them. Yeah, it's worth it to rinse at least, if not soak, you know. Yeah, so I'll, I'll like rinse them like three times, then I'll soak for about 10 minutes, ah. and then uh, pull them out, and then, yeah. so they're already cut into fries at that point. They're yeah. already cleaned and cut into fries and like ready to go. Rinse, rinse, soak, pat dry. Yeah, very important. Fry mm-hmm. to like almost golden. Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two of them get a little golden. Uh-huh. Bring them out again. I'll throw them in the fridge. Mm-hmm. for a little bit and then while they're like kind of cold put them back in the fryer yeah man oh my goodness and it's all technique right and and not to be dirty but like if you're feeding that to someone they will take their pants off whoa and i think it's not because like they want to do anything dirty with you but like they're just so excited they don't know what to do okay <laughs> and they're like these fries are great and then, then they're like I feel so good. I feel like I just got I'm home. So comfortable. And it's Friday yep. evening, and yep. I know no one's at yeah, so home. So don't feed this to like anyone under eighteen or related to you, unless yeah. it's your wife. Yeah, that may that would make you a or predator. Husband. Yeah, yeah. And so only do the twice baked fries, to or fr- twice fried fries, to your spouse or someone you wish to bed. Yeah, with great French fry technique comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. With absolute power. It has the potential to corrupt, absolutely. Yeah, so be careful out there with the tips we're giving you. Um, and you so, so, so that was so. Yours was going to um, uh, one of your your um, friend's house for mm-hmm. some spicy. That's the first memory that came up. Yeah, it was the best thing that ever. Because I mean, it's like a whole your whole life of eating it everywhere from church to other people's houses to schools. Like you've had Turkey dinner a a number of times Mm -hmm. and for better or worse, it's, it's better or worse sometimes. Mm -hmm. But that time just really struck me. That was just like, wow, they've taken what I thought I knew of. Like I thought I knew how to cook or thought I knew what I would want in a meal like this. And then they're like, well, what if we put in a little bit of this? 
a little bit of heat here and there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, my whole life is different from this day forward. So like, yeah, I, yeah, I could go off on a long tangent about that too. Cause I like, I now like, uh, the, the Mexican mochas. They're okay. a little spicy, right? Coffees, yeah. And then you recommended um, a brewery in Fort Benton that had a habanero. Oh yeah, brew. And so when my wife and I did our little hunting trip last weekend, we we came through Fort Benton mm-hmm. to go to that brewery, and they didn't have the habanero. They had jalapeno though, and so it wasn't super spicy, mm-hmm. but it did have that kind of taste, the jalapeno taste to it. Oh yeah. Man, just, yeah, adding a little spice. And, that, like, that's life lessons, right? Like, we need to maybe uh, add a little spice to your and I's relationship, right? How do we do that? How do we spice it up? How do you we know? spice how it do up? You, how do you spice things up with your, your friends and, and your coworkers, you know? Yeah, well, like any other um, couple trying to spice it up, you know, you and me are working on videos. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe- <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope, 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 nope. That's uh, uh, a bunch of nope. We're going to edit that out. Um, that's hilarious. Make a little clap. <laughs> okay. Editing that out. Oh, my goodness. We're not making videos together. <laughs> uh, uh, TikTok videos, bro. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're talking spicing it up. I, yeah. Oh my my brain was in the gutter. Where's, my bad. Where's your mind at? My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I got to drink this coffee before it gets cold. But uh, as far as me with Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's your story? Um, What's the one that pops up, good or bad, that has affected you that you would want to share? So what first comes up is not actually like like food. And it, I was trying to think of how to explain this without trying to like sound like like holier than thou. Don't do because that. Because like, like that's not the <laughs> point. But I hate holidays, okay? Mm. I'm not a huge fan. Thanksgiving's one that I'm the least a fan of because we call it Thanksgiving and then the next day you're – you're shopping all day, okay. right? Like, what are you thankful for? My my credit score, you know, and then like we run off. Um, I'm, but I, like, I, I'm just as guilty as anyone else. I don't Black Friday shop, but yeah. I, like I'm materialistic. Like I, yeah. I pretend, yeah. And so I just, it just bugs me how American we are. And so this, this holiday of Thanksgiving, I spent five years going to Guatemala during Thanksgiving because I just didn't want to be here. Whoa. And so I figured if we were serving in in a in an orphanage, we would like really understand what we were thankful for. Uh-huh. We're in a third world country. And yeah. it's true. On that day, which I didn't know um, until I started going to the orphanage, they would have a Thanksgiving day, even though like Guatemala doesn't you yeah. know, celebrate Thanksgiving. That's weird. But they would take it because it's an American holiday and our culture is kind of infused into everybody around the world. We kind of, you know. That's what we do as Americans is force ourselves on everyone. Um, And so over the, what they would do is they would thank all of their local supporters that would support the orphanage. And so we serving over there would help make a bunch of like very similar to American Thanksgiving dinner stuff. It wouldn't be turkey, it'd be chicken, but um, we'd help them make a bunch of food for a couple of days. And then like on that day, we'd have to watch all the kids so that they could then like celebrate and, and thank people. Yeah. And so that was really cool. But as far as like food goes, last year I, I did my first um, spatchcock smoked turkey. Cool. And spatchcocking is just like a way of 
cutting the turkey. Like That's all it is. You just cut out cut the backbone, essentially. Kind of cut it open, and it, like, lays flat. It lays flat. flat. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and I smoked it, and then I took, after we were done eating it, I took all the bones and made um, turkey broth. Mm-hmm. That's not the turkey broth you saw. Turkey broth's only good for about six months. Broth itself, the way I have it stored, is only good for about six months. This was a different one I did. Uh-huh. But... Uh, I plan on doing kind of that same thing, making my own bone broth. And like, I love smoking meats. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's fun. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's what I'm going to be doing this year. And I, and we, we, uh, we have a, a friendly competition now that we're going to do. Oh yeah. So we, as we're talking about what we're going to, what our plans are for Thanksgiving, we both realized that we're kind of doing something extra for our Turkey. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Brian's already brining. Um, Brian puts the bry in brine (laughs) and, and I was going to do something uh, interesting called a Peruvian Turkey that I got from, uh, foodwishes.com and chef John. So there's a little video that I've watched before and I've made it before. And I was like, I got to do this again because it's been a couple years now. So the idea is we just want to see who, who does better. You know, and we'll just, it's a friendly, like, when I'm done, I'm, and Brian lives down the street, basically, from me. I'm yeah, going, we live minutes from each other. I'm going to put, like, a little care package together and in and, um, a little to-go tin foil. thing with tin foil. Tin foil, yeah. And I'm going to, like, rush it down and, like, have him just try the gravy and the turkey and whatever else. Maybe I mean, if I have the whole thing done, I'll bring you, like, a whole little plate. But the turkey is the main stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, all the rest of it is only like um, just to add spice to our relationship. The turkey is what it's about, though. Yes, yeah, the turkey is what the the competition is. Thank you. My wife is now bringing us uh, homemade scones. Whoa! You want to be on the podcast? Here, just come say hi. Just come say hi. Just hi. Okay, <laughs> that's perfect. Good job, Lindsay. holy! Thank you. This looks awesome. That's a scone. Totally distracting, though. So, like, um, this beats what I was going to do with my turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any beats in it. Um, what about some? What about some funky beats? Okay, we're trying the scone. Yeah, that's like magical. This has definitely become like a food podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's things that we want it to be. Mm-hmm. It's food. Mm-hmm. It's like weird conversations and food. Yeah, like we're always eating or drinking and talking about what we're eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. This is like a mixed fruit and white chocolate homemade scone. I can taste the lemon zest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. The zest of a lemon. Gosh, this is great. Good thing I brought this coffee. I was like having so much fun in the studio that I forgot to eat breakfast. That makes me sound like I work super hard. It's like, that and that you have a studio. This never happens. And my studio is just like, I've commandeered my daughter's room while they're staying with their mom. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just like have my iPad set on a bunk bed. And then, but it's cool. Like I can, ha- I can leave everything plugged in. And then I, I just have an idea and I go down and I, I turn things on and I start doing stuff and it's, it's, oh my gosh, for anyone that's doing any sort of recording or trying to capture video, audio, whatever, bless you. It's a, it is a tough, tough deal. You know, even when you think you got it, um, you, you don't got nothing. You, there's so much to learn. <laughs> so before we were 
unrudely interrupted with scones. We were in, right in the middle. And I, I feel mm-hmm. you're making, I wanted you to peruve how good your turkey is. Peruvian turkey. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> what we're going to do uh, today, you're going to look at our Instagram and there'll be a video up there of us trying each other's meat. Turkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so when mine's done, I'll bring it to Joe. If we bring condiments, side dishes with it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the turkey. And we're going to not really like, like it's not about who wins or loses, but we're, we're going to grade it. Yeah. We'll, we'll say, you know, your, your, uh, your meat is tender, moist, your skin is crispy and flavorful, you know, whatever. We'll whatever. give notes. We'll yeah, be honest. We'll, we'll give tasting notes. And uh, mine, most of my tasting notes will be based on mouthfeel. Yeah. <laughs> Because I know how much you love that phrase. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It always turns into something with you, Brian. It's like you know what people expect, and you're like, I'm not giving them that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways. Hey, shout out to the, uh, I don't know if we already did this, but it was fun being on the American Barbarians podcast. Oh, we haven't talked about that yet. Oh, shoot. Well, did we, um, we pretty much, that's the whole thing. We're going to cook turkey on turkey day and we're going to give each other some turkey and we're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, watch us on Instagram if you care at all. It'll be fun. Uh, mine's going to be Peruvian turkey. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be beautiful. Um, it's going to be something different. And like I said, um, if you want to check it out, it's on Chef John's. You can actually just Google the phrase Peruvian turkey, comma, Chef John, J-O-H-N, and it'll come right up. Super fun, and I am going to attempt it while Brian attempts his spatchcocked, smoked, and now brined. Is brining the new thing you're doing this year? Yeah, I, I usually I'm not on top of, I'm never prepared. You're so prepared yeah, this year. Yeah, and so I'm like way prepared this year, and so the turkey's been out for, it well not out, it's been in my fridge for a couple of days now to just thaw out right mm-hmm. and then we took all the stuff we you know rinsed it this morning and took all the the gizzards out which as kind of a side note this year i'm going to try to fry up the gizzards a whole separate just thing that i want to try mm-hmm. you know, cut them up into kind of bite-sized pieces and then i i ordered from this this youtube guy literally just to support his channel right like he came up with this uh he's a it's a fishing channel and he came up with this um breading called catch and cook and so it, it's kind of meant for fish, but it's a breading, right? And so I'm like, this will be my first opportunity because I haven't done a bunch of fishing to use his breading. And I'm going to do it during Thanksgiving and try to get some kind of cheap share on Instagram by tagging, catching cook and, you know, trying it. But Fair that enough. was my idea. I'm going to do that, that with the gizzards. But I wanted to tell everybody what the brine was because I kind of just made it up. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, a cup of brown sugar. Uh, another cup of non-iodized salt, which I don't know if it has to be that, but that's what I, I've heard you're supposed to use for brining is the non-iodized or kosher salt. Um, iodized uh-huh. salt is like normal table salt. In the 40s or 50s, they started putting iodine in it because we weren't getting any iodine for whatever reason and we need it in our diet. And so it's good to eat table salt, iodine, iodized salt. It's good to eat that because you need that that nutrient, that element in your body. Mm-hmm. But non is what I used in here. And then I cut up little um, oranges, like three of them, and just, you know, peel and everything. Just like, just cut them like you would for a soccer game, right? 
mm-hmm. you know, that you can put in your mouth and make the, the orange mm-hmm. smiley face. Uh, one lemon, an onion, whole peppercorns, some bay leaves, and then just some parsley flakes, you know, the dried parsley flakes. I think that's about it. But uh, so then that's going to sit in there for the, the, what I've read through some of my research is somewhere between, it has to be more than 12 hours. Like if you're going to brine, do it more than 12 hours for a normal sized turkey. But it's like uh, four hours for every pound is what they, no, two, three hours. I can't remember. There's like an hours per pound that they recommend. 24 to 30 hours is key. Over 30 hours, it starts to turn the meat back. So that the idea of brining is to make it moist and tender. If you go over 30 hours, though, it's going to start working the opposite direction. And so there's kind of like a bell curve, you know, um, in the brining process. So we're doing um, 24 hours in the brine. And then I'm, I, I think I told you I ordered some uh, seasonings uh, from Tactic Calories. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one's called Carving House. And it's, uh, we're just going to mix it with some butter. And then uh, we're going to rub it on the outside of the skin and then there's a method that you're going to use for your Peruvian style as well, uh-huh. where you put the the rub or the seasoning in between the flesh and the the skin, the, the meat and the skin, and you kind of get it in there. And so this is salt, garlic, onion, black pepper, sugar, paprika, cayenne, and cloves. That's essentially what I'm using on my turkey. And then we're going to smoke it for a few hours. Cool. And so that's, that's mine. Yours is Peruvian. Oh, wait. How is yours cooked? I bake it. Baked. Mm-hmm. Baked in the oven on a roasting Pizzle, pizan. Yep. Yeah. And then that way you can take all of the drippings and make your gravy. That's right. Yeah. That's um, what you're doing. It's kind of like a, you bake it um, after covering it with the wet rub. Mm-hmm. And um, after, I think, halfway through, you put a little foil on it so it doesn't burn the top. Mm-hmm. And then um, you, you reserve some of the wet rub. And the last, like, however many minutes or whatever it is, you you take off the foil and re-rub everything yeah, yeah. to give it that nice shiny gloss. And then does it crust up, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the best. <clears throat> it's going to be a nice, flavorful crust. Mm-hmm. Like, I was worried about it because it takes, like, a whole, I think it's, like, a half cup of cumin. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, a... That's a lot. It's a lot of cumin. <clears throat> um. I remember my mom one year, I was telling her about this. It was actually the year that I did it, and it was, like, amazing. Um, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to try. And she's like, no, you, you can't try that. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, it's fine. I, I saw it on the show. This guy's like a really, I've tried his other recipes. He knows what he's talking about. And this one looks really interesting. And she would not stop repeating the phrase, but why all the cumin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I cannot answer you. I'm, <laughs> I am not the chef chef i i am not the chef i am not a food scientist i am but a humble um devotee someone who likes to have food that is not bad oh but you know what um so that's going to be a fun thing but what got me thinking was uh doing these little maybe like a tips tips and tricks uh because i do have a lot of poor poor man's food stuff you know like how to make a really good bologna an egg sandwich like that's a great sandwich if you do it right you know um how to take some potatoes and cover them with rice and cook them both at the same time and have crispy um potatoes and rice Ugh, it's like 
So yeah, that could that could be something. But I don't know. I might run out of ideas because I'm also not someone that's always like, I don't know. Do I? I don't feel like I'm like looking for a new recipe every month. You know, yeah, or every I, week. I, I kind of go through waves with me. Maybe I'll be seasonal. Like every once in a while, I'll put one out, see how I feel about it, and we'll we'll get some feedback. Yeah, and no schedule to it. I think also a fun thing would be like uh, you have a hack for macaroni and cheese. That'd right? be a fun Just out of the box. Yeah, sure. Well, so do I. Oh, cool. So then, like, we both record our versions of it, and then we, we bring them together. Yeah, and you know why the reason... Um, so when I came over, I was showing Brian this, uh, just to let you guys in on the thing. I was showing Brian this little project I'm trying um, using the uh, iPhone Clip app. I'm trying to um, get really good quality audio through an interface and, you know, uh, more traditional recording um means and then get the video from my phone or another thing and then try to put those two things together that's not something i'm very familiar with and so my idea was to try and do something that i understood and now i'm trying out the clip app first you know just to do the little funny videos um but that's something that we're thinking about bringing to the table because it's and and the reason i wanted to do clip first and then kind of show you what I, where i was at and get get your feedback Brian, now I'm talking to you again. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you're back to me. I'm listening. <laughs> I just realized that I was like, am I talking, who am I talking to now? Okay, yeah. now I'm talking to Brian. Brian. We, don't, we don't actually address our audience very often. Not very, I try not to make it weird. I try to just make it a conversation between us, but every once in a while you have to be like, oh, hey guys, we're, yeah. we're talking to you. Tune in for a second. And you if know? you don't know what we're talking about, go yeah. find this yeah. link. Yeah, so you're back to me now. Yeah, I'm back to you. Um, what I was thinking is, is, um, it's you already do a lot of the editing or all of the editing. And so I remember you saying like video editing would be one step too far as far as your bandwidth, as far as like, well, I just, you know, I've got things to do in my life. Um, and I was, and I was like, well, yeah, but it, it'd be a good idea. So maybe I could do it somehow. And mm-hmm. so I've been slowly, slowly trying to figure a way to, um, get like these little projects done that I can learn from. Cause I like the idea of doing, I've always wanted to do a review YouTube channel. Like I review this little guitar pedal or I review this microphone or I review this or that, but putting audio and video together in a way that is very listenable and super quality because I mean, people are, I mean, they're, they're tuning in to hear what things sound like, you know, in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking about that. And I'm also thinking like, I'm not really good with video either and having the right lighting. And I'm not really familiar with um, editing, but that doesn't mean I can't learn. So I'm thinking um, the macaroni thing, maybe we put both our hacks together and we'll see if uh, we do a small project together of... Um, you make your macaroni... And then I make my macaroni. Uh-huh. And then we we don't you edit your video, I edit my video, and right. we just see like the different styles there. And then we come together and we try not to do any editing, right? We're just trying each other's stuff. There's not much cutting or anything. It's just a, a right. you know, fixed kind of thing and we see what happens. Yes. And then and we so f- we're actually <clears throat> testing both of our things in making macaroni and also in our, our editing and, and co- composition. Uh huh. Of, of a piece, but not trying That'd to like fun. add too much work on either plate, but to come together to do something. Oh, I like how you said plate. Hopefully, fun for us both. Mm-hmm. Um, we figure out beforehand like where are we gonna like put these little cameras that are gonna be taped. What shots are we gonna be worried about? And then where are we gonna upload this to? Is this a a real thing? 
Is this uh Well, yeah, because that makes a difference on time. If it's YouTube, you, you know, you try to be around five minutes. If it's a reel, you try to be under one. I think know? I think reels would be really fun at the first. You know, just go quick little this, 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 and here's what I came up with. Mm-hmm. Bam. And then I'll hopefully figure out some music to it. Cool, man. We have projects but, upcoming. Um, all of this was sidetracked because we were going to talk about being on the uh, the other podcast. Yeah. Which so hasn't released yet. Let's come back to the track. Um, unless it's being released today. Let me check that. No, um, it's not. Oh, yeah. They, they just released uh, episode 26 uh, with uh, Barbarians. There were two two females on their podcast. Oh, gotcha. Cool. Oh, wait. Um, yeah. But but we, we went up... Uh, I don't even remember what day that was. Friday? It all Maybe happened Thursday? so quickly. Yeah. Because we, we recorded a bunch of our podcasts... Uh-huh. And we've been kind of like, quote unquote, on a break, you know. Yep. Um, and then, but we did record one with them as well. It was fun. Yeah, it was just fun. I I had uh, I had a really good time. The American Barbarians are another Great Falls podcast. Which, if you've been listening to us for a while, you've heard us talk about uh, when we interviewed Mrs. Montana, Miss um, Miss uh, Mertz. Uh, our podcast with her came out the same day as the American Barbarians. So weird. And they had a podcast with her. And it wasn't on purpose that that happened. It was an accident. Yeah. And so we reached out to them. Well, when I say we, I mean Joe, on, on behalf of, uh, <laughs> of us, uh-huh. reached out to them. And we, we went and had a beer uh, just to make sure there was no like, like hard feelings or anything, right? And just to get to know them because we haven't met them or anything. Yep. And uh, yeah, through the process, we realized that our, our podcasts are very different, but similarly came to the, the same path. You know, we started around the same time. I mean, you and I have way more episodes out. Yeah. And we're way funnier. Yeah. And it's a cleaner show. It's obvious. Yep. You know, like all of that. Uh, <laughs> they, they drop um, an F-bomb. About as much as uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, yeah, very similar. Yep. Um, and so that was the that was the hardest part for me is I, I didn't know going into the podcast if I should also. It's not an act that I do for this podcast. This is me. Yeah, but do I need to cuss because I'm on their podcast? Just to be part of the thing. just to be like now, but I, I just I, ultimately I decided well I'm just going to be me. Yeah, because that's what I decide most of the time is I'm just going to be me. And so, uh, but other than that, like we had great, I thought it was a fun conversation. I could see us, you know, doing like, uh, not like teaming up to do like uh, an all the time in the future podcast as one, right. all four of us, but like a quarterly, yeah, like a quarterly podcast with them that would be fun. I feel like we're all going to be on stage together at some point asking, I mean, answering questions from our fans, you know. Yes. That's something that we should just schedule yeah. out now, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for next year, let's say. Yeah. Around uh, August, you know, we'll, we'll probably rent out the Civic Center, mm-hmm. have them, us, maybe the uh, We're No Damn Experts podcast. Which here. we haven't met them yet. Nope. We're going to have to get a hold of them. I've met them in person, but I haven't met them as a, I'm a podcast person meeting another podcast person because I didn't right. have the podcast at the time. Right. <clears throat> Um, and I feel like there's another one I was missing. I, I know there's a few others, but I'm just, you know, sorry. Oh, Joel Cord is going to come out with one. 
He oh, he's already recorded some. He's got he's got a bunch. He's got like a whole bank of podcasts that he's he gonna hasn't. Be, uh, be dropping those uh, in January, I thought. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll have. to. I remember it's probably on our podcast. I can't remember though. It was. Well, I'll go hound him. Maybe uh, not tonight, but sometime soon. <laughs> okay. But that yeah, that was the American Barbarians. Is there anything you want to say? They're not going to listen. You know, they're not going to know. Whatever you say about them, what do you want to say about them? Um, first of all, I know they're listening. So what's up, guys? <laughs> they're not listening. <laughs> they're on. not listeners. I think so. I think, I think they try to play it off like they. I like how they're surprised at certain bits of information, but I'm like, I see through it. I know you know. You already knew that because you you're listening in. Yeah. <laughs> Because they were asking about rebranding and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Sh- yeah. So, anyways, I I appreciate that because I listen to those guys too every now and again. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to every single one, but um, anytime they're interviewing someone that seems interesting to me, I'm I'm tuning in, and I'm checking it out. Um, oh, next time I'm gonna bring a knife or something. Yeah, you were the only one without like some kind of a weapon. Yeah, I, I didn't get the memo. That uh, everyone, I just always have a knife, so like I have one. I have one right now. Everyone holds a knife all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna, next time I'm going to bring some sort of like a battle axe or like a some comically big. So he he has a hatchet that he's playing with in the the current podcast that just came out. It's like a baby. It's like a little letter opener. Hatchet. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's, no. it's it's it almost looks like a like a three D printed. Minecraft, yeah, axe, yeah, you that's know, hundred <laughs> percent doesn't scare me at all. No, no. I, next time I'm going to come with something um, so scary, like a maybe like a Harry Potter wand. Oh, and I'll all right. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be uh, that'd be something. <laughs> you know, they'd respect that. They'd be I like, think. Yep. I think uh, what I what I realized, which I didn't know, because I'm not like. A, on every podcast listener, I've listened to a little bit of stuff. They they love history. Yeah, that was cool. They're, they're history so I buffs. think I think that you should bring some kind of like oh his- historic kind mm. of even if it is like a Harry Potter thing. You have to like go a little deeper. Okay, you know that like this. No, this was actually used on set. Or like uh, you remember the movie Willow? Yeah, you should bring like one of those ones. Okay, right? Yeah, just because that's like. A little older. I don't know. I, th- yeah. I just think you have to think about it a little bit more to really pique their interest. If you just brought in like a hmm. dollar store Harry Potter wand, they'd, they'd make fun of you a little bit. It'd be wah, funny. Wah. Yeah. yeah. But if you had a little bit of history, you'd then probably get money out of their wallet. Oh, possibly. Yeah. They'd, yeah. they'd be like, oh, this is fun. But it was, I, I just think it was a fun conversation. Yeah, um, I like what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. like, um, so we're trying to be like, hey, everyone, we're from Montana. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't Aren't we cool because of that fact? Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, everyone, we're just, we like this stuff. We're not from any, we're, we're from wherever. We want to mm-hmm. be listened to by everybody. And mm-hmm. We're not going to pigeonhole ourselves. We're just these two personalities that yeah. talk to other personalities about cool what I'm going to guy stuff I thought. And then they had, you know, the barbarians or the barbarianettes. Bar- yeah. Something. They came up with a whole, whole yeah. name for the two girls. they had on. Which was cool. I was like, I'm t- I see. I was trying to typecast them. And then they're like, Nope, get, get, I'm going to break right out of that mold. Yep. And they, they proved me wrong. So that's cool. You know, you think, you think you've got, you think, you know who you're dealing with, with those guys. And they just, they're just like two blooming onions, you know, <laughs> 
that you just want to dip in some sauce and Aussie Aussie sauce. Uh, I did have a little bit of envy for their their studio. Oh my god! Because they have a permanent studio that is not Brian's cold garage, right? No, on a plastic table. So there are a lot of things going on downstairs. You know, I won't go into what was going on. You know, but yeah, there's I like, don't think they, they they probably don't want what was going on downstairs. Not that it's like anything illegal. They probably no, don't no. want it like blasted. I'm not going to advertise what they're doing, but it was cool. But just so you know, I was trying not to be impressed, but I just had the feeling like if I opened one of the doors over on the other side of the wall, that there would be a bunch of people like practicing kung fu. Yeah. And with like flamethrowers, like yeah. that Wayne's World um, scene, I think yeah. in Wayne's World 2 was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how cool it was. Yeah. And then, so that's, that's just downstairs. And then there's an upstairs. Which is where we went. Where there's, there's also the podcasting area yeah. where you get filmed around what's possibly the coolest table maybe I've ever sat at. Yeah. And I've sat at some freaking tables. Right. Your people. And, um, I mean, you're videoed, you're, you're, you're refreshed with beers. Yeah, they um, gave us beer you're, with, uh, with um, logoed um, um, cup. The coasters. Coasters. And a place to set your phone that was also, that, was, yeah, that, that was, also charged it and was also wireless like, charging. like a, a piece of genuine looking wood yeah. that just looked classy. Ah. Everything they're doing is on point. Yeah. When it comes to that. And then I mean they're like, hey, and this is a multi use room. We're thinking people could come take pictures. Here's our lights and I don't know if different backdrops. Backdrops. And, and that was like another corner of said upstairs place. Yeah, I was like, yeah. dang, guys. I really, what I wanted them to do is say, Hey, this is when we normally podcast. You guys can come up and use this space. Yeah. Not on those times. Here's That's a, what I wanted them to say. Here's a key. We like you so much. Here's a yeah. key. Yeah. Here Come the, hang out here and do Kung Fu in the, the closet if you need to. Do Kung Fu with us. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. I was hoping that they'd just let us, you know, do our podcast from there. But they didn't offer that. Yeah. They did not. We didn't. I mean, we didn't ask. I mean, it felt like, I felt like we were car salesmen and we didn't ask for their business. You know, like, so we could. Is that something you're allowed to ask for? always you just always because we asked the vault and i think after a little bit we felt bad because um mr or mrs montana had to be there if they just do too much right and i was just like man they're like doing so much and there's nothing we can really do to to repay them yet and so yeah yet and so i just i just didn't want to keep using the vault even though i love the vault we'll go back it there for a special occasion I yeah think. i think so if there's like you know what i'm thinking about bringing some musicians in Maybe we'll bring them over there. You know, we need a little more room. We'll hook up with some other microphones and cameras and stuff. And we'll make right. it this whole big deal. That's a perfect room for that. Right. Also, the American Barbarians have that and more. You know, they, yeah. have, yeah. <laughs> they have this whole, like, this whole empire about to about to just be, become into being. Mm-hmm. What do you... So, um, if, 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 if you're a listener of this podcast... Mm-hmm. Um, should you be listening to their podcast instead? What is it? What is it? So I guess essentially I'm saying, what are the differences there? What do you think that we're doing? Well, what are they doing? Well, what do we do different or bad that they do? You know, you know, like what are, what oh. are some of those? You know what I mean? Like, okay. how do we, well, very broad, flesh that out very broadly. Like if you're looking for, um, 
more real, it feels more raw conversation. People that aren't afraid to, um, to mix it up and, uh, you know, um, not, not hurt feelings, but, uh, talk about the issues and cuss and, and just kind of be, I don't know, more, more real, you know Isn't what I mean? they're more real than we are? I mean, because we were talking about like thrones. I would say and hypotheticals. Well, I would say just the way, just the way they talk. You know what I mean? When you when you cuss a lot and you're mm-hmm. and you're very crass mm-hmm. a, a lot. So so that just to me feels like this person isn't hiding nothing. Like this is a hundred percent who this person is. Uh, Even if it's not, I'm mean, I'm just saying like my yeah, reaction yeah. to it. So like, but like, uh, what what we would have in the eighth grade locker room? Yeah, and if. And and so naked. If you want, if you want to, like, yeah, like if you're tired of listening to people who refrain from cussing and are just like <laughs> wearing white gloves and you know just like being on the nightly news with their hair looking just so, wearing ties. I'm not saying that's me and Brian. I'm just saying that's the opposite of the American barbarians. That's okay. I mean they're like, no, let's just wear sleeveless t-shirts, grow out our. Um, what do you call those um, <laughs> mullets? Let's grow out our mullets, drive a mm-hmm. Trans Am, mm-hmm. and go shoot some stuff down by the lake. Okay, you know when we're like, I think, hey, that's all cool too, um, but I, we don't want to like cuss too much because we're trying to reach people that don't think like that too. You right. know, like so like we're, we're also like dads. So they're yeah, <laughs> they're they're kind of byline is like, hey, everyone, this is who we are. Like, this is our real selves, and if you don't like it, go F yourself. Yeah. You know, we're like, hey, everyone, this is as genuine as we can be. And your kids can still listen. And your kids can still listen to 99.9% of every episode, so you can have us playing just at at work if you want. So um, I'm trying to think of, like, a Disney remake of a movie. Like, are we, like, the Disney remake of some like hardcore movie like if there's a quentin tarantino like kill bill if, if disney redid that with um zootopia characters were that um, were kill bill with the zootopia characters they're kill bill yeah yeah i guess so <laughs> i mean yeah they're kill bill and we're like zoolander so i mean we both deal with issues <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but one of us is like <laughs> I got the black lung pop. <laughs> and the other one is like, battle axes to the front. <laughs> you know? Because they really did ask us, like, uh, like what weapons we would have in battle. What would yeah. your throne look like? What kind of a uh, 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 dictator would you be? Not dictator. Uh, conqueror. What kind yeah. of conqueror would you be? And these are all questions based around, like, you know... You call it machismo, the being manly, and I guess totally tough and womanly too. So I don't know anything. I just, <laughs> I you know, that's what I thought. That was the feeling I was getting until they they made a left turn and they told us that most of their listeners are actually um, in the middle ages and they're not men. Yeah, middle aged women, and ours is middle aged men. Yeah, so like, so it's really weird really weird you'd think that uh the manly man out there would be listening to the you know all the the locker talk and yeah, all the cool all the, all the, manly, all the manly men are listening to us all the manly men want to know how to cook better yeah and what 
what oatmeal to buy before they go backpacking. <laughs> right, right. And, and all the women that are, that they said some of them are like stay-at-home moms or, or people with uh, like desk jobs, you know, work on the computer, yeah, stuff like that. They want to hear like, what kind of conqueror will you be? You yeah. Know? Which is totally not what I would have thought. I mean, it kind of makes sense because when I was, uh, I worked at Centene for a while here locally who does um, medical. Transcribing. Yeah, they, um, yeah. Transcribing and billing, medical Claims billing. analyst. I was a claims analyst. Mm. So yeah, I'd take Medicaid claims and look at them and blah, blah, blah. But I could listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And the ones I wanted to listen to had a lot of cursing in them and would make me laugh a lot, yeah. you know? And um, I don't know. So maybe that's it. They want to like, and it's a cool juxtaposition to be in like a kind of a button down conservative looking office with cubicles, but be listening to something that's just completely off the wall and would, or, get, would get you fired if you like heard it. Folding your three-year-old's laundry yeah. while listening to what kind of conqueror would you be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something, I don't know. There's something cool. I, I get it. There's something yeah. cool about that. Yeah. And we're like guys that just want to like contemplate the universe, you know, guys that also probably listen to Joe, certain Joe Rogan episodes mm-hmm. the ones that uh you remember when that mushroom expert came on mm-hmm. that was awesome mm-hmm. uh <laughs> right i mean there's a couple of good ones so i feel like guys like that um our list and there's girls i mean there's a lot i mean we we must have girls listening to us too because um melanie listens well and i just had uh one of my friends from eastern montana uh i'm gonna i'll read the text i'll try to maybe i'll save her name but she'll know who she is. You know who you are. She said, just finished episode five. That period was period uh-huh. impactful period. And that's the um, David Stevenson. Oh, yeah. And so. That was impactful. Yeah. We so had- she was pretty excited about that. So we do have females. But when I look at the analytics, it is 90% 34 to 44-year-old males. Dang. It's, it's crazy. Well, that's cool. But so we appreciate all you dudes and, and all you women out there. We, we really do. We appreciate everybody. However you identify. I don't care. And thank it's you for to listening you. to us on Thanksgiving yet again. Yeah. So cool. Taking the time out of your, your busy day. Maybe you're listening to us while you're cooking. So right now we're going to give you some reminders. Yep. Um, text the temperature of your turkey. Yep. Um, Make sure to baste it if, if that's a thing you if, have to If you're do. basting, baste. Yep. Wash your hands after touching poultry. Before and after. You know, you don't want to cross-contaminate. Yep, no cross-contamination. If you're trying to cook your stuffing fully inside your turkey, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, cook it almost all the way. Almost all the way in the turkey, and then finish your stuffing outside the turkey. It'll get crispy, you know, too. Yeah, you want the little crispy bits on the top. Yeah. Yeah. So put it in a separate pan. Mm -hmm. Um, After you've pulled your turkey out, let your turkey rest for 20 minutes. That's your stuffing cook time. Yeah, and if you want, you can pour some bacon grease on top right before you put it in the oven. Oh, ooh. I tried to talk to my wife. We had uh, we had BLTs the other night when we had some leftover bacon. Hey. And I was like, hey, we should cut this leftover bacon up into bits and put it into our green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be a great idea. She's like, no. Okay. Almost exactly like that. She was like, no. And I said, are you, are you sure? Because <laughs> I feel like it's bacon, though. She's like, like, no. Yeah. You know, there's a few recipes that, uh, there's one in particular that I cannot change in my house and it's uh, hamburger pie. I don't know what hamburger pie is. So there's a thing called hamburger pie in my house and okay. it's, uh, you brown some hamburger, mm-hmm. 
You make some mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. You uh, pull, you take some tomato, a can of tomato soup. Mm-hmm. I think I could be missing this. Maybe maybe paste. Mm, no, that's the soup. Okay, and you just pour that in after you've browned enough meat. Let's say a pound. You put mm-hmm. a can of tomato soup just in there. In with the brown meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you take a can or two of those canned green beans, mm-hmm. pour that over that top after draining, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I think I might be getting the layers wrong, but you also put in some mashed potatoes on it. So you have this layered thing mm-hmm. of like, so down in the bottom there's uh, meat and tomato soup, and then there's uh, green beans, and then there's um, tomato I mean, there's potato, mashed potatoes on top. And if I think you can sprinkle some cheddar on top of that. And, then, and let that brown. And then heat all that up. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's, that's the way it has to be And it's in made. a pie crust. No, it's in a, you can, uh, what I would do is put that in a um, cast iron pan, large cast iron pan. Or okay. you can do a baking dish if you okay. want. Okay. Uh, just when you said hamburger pie, I was picturing like in a pie. No. Yeah. Because so, we do, we do spaghetti. I think we call it spaghetti pie. Okay. And it's just literally make some spaghetti, but you make it into like this casserole with sour cream. Uh-huh. Like that's the only difference is there's like sour cream. Mm-hmm. You like it. So good. Okay. I prefer that over like spaghetti. Like it's super good. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like if I try to make something that is close to that, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like if I want to make a, like a shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. which is essentially the same thing. Yeah. Um, it is not well received. Like I, I remember. Oh, so you just, not because like people are like, hey, this is my grandma's recipe. You ain't messing with it. But just like really like it doesn't matter when it gets served. They automatically are like, well, this isn't the thing that we all like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so why did you go out of your way to make this other type of macaroni and cheese when the box <laughs> stuff is honestly the best? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. <laughs> or even better, why did you go out of your way to make cranberry sauce from scratch when the stuff out of the can is the only thing we want? Yeah, so we just mm-hmm. bought the can. Like, yeah. why? Why us too? Us too. That's that's how it should taste. Yeah, everything else I've tasted, I've I was like, well, in another context, this would be a delicious cranberry product. Not for today, though. Yeah, this is not what I want not, today. Not in November. So, I mean, I get it. There's there's lots of things like that. What are your thoughts on pumpkin pie? I'm for it. I like. I even made made it one time, and it was like, yeah, I used to try making it. So I was watching. Um, uh, hot hot stuff. What's it called? Hot ones. Hot ones. And their their most recent guest last week was a professional chef. Owns a couple of restaurants. He hates pumpkin pie uh-huh. because he's like it's ridiculous. It's only it's only one month that anybody will eat it. Mm-hmm. But any other pie, people will eat. You know, throughout the year. Yeah. And then also, it's developed this like pumpkin spice latte thing craze right uh-huh. that, that comes around it and he's like it's a gourd nobody makes pie out of gourds and he was very upset about it but i was like but i kind of like when you take the pumpkin pie mix and gloop it into a pre-made pie crust mm-hmm. and throw some cheap whipped cream on it like it's good it tastes good mm-hmm. and so we went out of our way to go to sam's today to to pick up a pumpkin pie and a pecan pie Oh yeah, but I won't eat a pumpkin pie in February. Like it is just kind of a Jan or a November thing. Um, maybe yeah. around Christmas. Maybe around Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do, do you like the flavor? Do you like the the mouth feel? Mm. God, no, <laughs> I like the flavor though. 
yeah. the flavor's good. And, yeah. And the time I tried it, it was uh, oh, it was a Chef John's again at Food Wishes. Oh, okay. That you you made it. Yeah, he made it from scratch, and he's like, "Hey, check this out. Made it from scratch, and it's like this." And he, I got to go to Two J's um, and get some. What was it? Chinese five spice, and it was just like for the an, an eighth of a teaspoon. And yeah, it, and it was I've, just I've like, had to pick that up before, and I'm like, yeah. "What in the H is this for?" And then I used it, and I was like, "Oh." It just adds that something, you know, that you cannot define, but you're like, this is, and if you add too much, it's ruined. It's ruined. It tastes like yeah. disgusting cloves. So I tried to make a whole duck one time, um, a roasted duck, where Whoa. typically when, when you get a duck, you just breast, it's called breasting them because there's not much meat besides the breast of a duck. Uh-huh. And so to pluck them is a lot of work and you don't get much more meat, if any. And so by regulations, by the state of Montana, you have to, on larger ducks, you have to take their breasts and legs. Um, on smaller ducks, you just have to take the breasts because, like, there's not even meat on the legs, really. <laughs> um, so anyway, I decided I, had, I got a mallard. And when you get them late in the year, they have a lot of fat. And so I got a mallard, and I plucked it, which is not an easy task. Like, it, it's a lot of work to pluck a duck. Mm-hmm. Plucked it and, and went through that whole thing where I, I looked up the recipe and there was a, a spice in there called a star anise. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of this spice. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it legit looks like a star. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what is this thing? And there was an, I think it was the Chinese five spice thing as well was in there. Mm-hmm. And so both of those were just brand new to me. But I'm, I was putting together, you kind of do like you brine it. Um, and then you do this like simmer before you put the duck in kind of thing. Uh-huh. And when I was simmering this this um, Eastern, you know, Chinese type recipe, uh-huh. our house smelled so good. Oh, yeah. And I can blame that five spice and the star anise. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would like to have the star anise just like in my shoes. Yeah. It is so good. So if you've never uh, picked up star anise, pick it up and just just smell it. Just smell some. Just just smell it. I can't imagine like being that good of a cook to know, you know, this this um baked duck has been brining for twenty four hours. It's missing something and I think it's star anise. Yeah, it's weird. I can't imagine like that I would ever do that. Yeah. Just like we were interviewing uh Sean from Alpen Fuel and he's like, Oh, my wife said uh the the chocolate strawberry was missing cardamom. Yeah. It's like I'd means. never I, I can't I can't do that. I can't do that. And then I watched a funny video where uh, Gordon Ramsay w- had two cooks blindfolded, and he's doing like the fix my restaurant, you know, thing. And yeah. so these are two chefs from the same restaurant, uh-huh. and like the one thought he was everything, and then yeah. the other guy was trying to like say no, we need to do this, and you know, you know the the drama that they put into the show. Right. And so the 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 two are blindfolded. And they have headphones on, so they can't hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Gordon Ramsay says, all I've given them is plain chicken. <laughs> like, like just a plain piece of chicken. Uh-huh. And so they're like chewing it, and he, he lifts the headphones off from the guy that like is just trying to help, right? And he's not like the mean know-it-all. Yeah. And he's like, what are you, what are you eating? And the guy goes, well, it, it feels like chicken, and it tastes like chicken. And, and Gordon Ramsay goes, so what is it? And he's like, chicken. I said, yes, very good. <laughs> okay. And then the other guy... <laughs> Takes his headphone away and says, okay, what are you eating? And he's like, well, it tastes like a beef ravioli 
with uh, <laughs> some kind of onion. Like he was like a, a drizzled onion or something, right? And wow. everybody that's watching this like hits the floor laughing. And Gordon, Gordon Ramsay called him a name. <laughs> and he said, it's just chicken, you bleep. <laughs> and it was, it was really funny. But I felt like I had sympathy for the guy. Mm-hmm. The blindfolded was eating something, yeah. Because people will give me like pork, and I'll be like, "Oh, this is really good chicken," <laughs> you know? yeah. Because I'm just not, I'm not that trained of a, of a taster. Yeah, no one is. That's really hard to like um, have something introduced to your taste buds um, without you being able to see it. We don't realize how um, how connected the two are like we really do eat with our eyes so much so and with our noses like when we can see it and we can smell it our mouth already starts to water yep and our taste buds are already ready for the thing that's coming right no that's what i feel like and then if we just enter something in and our taste buds weren't ready they're like whoa 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 what is this yeah (laughs) and you get so confused uh it reminds me of this time um i had my my grandparents I don't know if you noticed when you when you visited my grandma's house, they t- they take rather good care of their dogs. Yeah, they um, do. And so they, they love their dogs. Uh-huh. And they had this dog treat jar that looked very much like a cookie jar. <laughs> and uh, I opened it up and it's just like alphabet sugar cookies, right? Uh-huh. That's what's in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so my brain told me alphabet sugar cookies have one. Yep. Ate it. It tasted like an alphabet sugar cookie, a little bland, like little bland. not not like like <laughs> light sugar, yeah. you know. Uh huh. And so then later, my grandma's walking to the kitchen. At the same time, I'm going for my like fourth, fourth letter N. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm going in there for another one. Mm-hmm. She's like, "What are you doing? You giving the dogs treats? You know, because we only do that at certain times, you know, or whatever." I was like, "No, I'm just eating these cookies." She's like, "Those are." <laughs> dog treats <laughs> and i was like oh. okay grandma have you tried these dog treats because they're super good <laughs> right but as soon as soon as she told me that it did not taste as good yeah after she said that you're like oh but before i was just munching on them, man i was just yeah. like ready for dinner you know and it's coming a little late i don't even know but i'm just like oh these are good mm-hmm. good alphabet sugar cookies mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and they and they were not they were dog treats yeah yeah. And, and so, yeah, our, our brain and our, our, our eyes and our nose, they all work together, um, mainly work against us. Yeah. They're meanies. That's true. We have to, we have to find our way through many, many landmines in life, do we not? <laughs> Are there any other reminders we want to give people? Hey, if you have rolls in, check them. You want to pull them out when they're, they're golden brown. So yeah. Check those right now. Get those rolls going or pull them out. Do you, do you have a tip for how to thicken up gravy? Um, or thin it out if you've got too thick. Yeah, you just add a little bit more um, flour to um, thicken it. To thicken it. Yeah, and then you add a little more milk to thin it out, or water, whatever you're using. Yeah, milk, water, broth. You could add broth as well. Broth would be great. Poultry, poultry broth. And remember to um, taste at the very end um, to add salt and or pepper. Try to try to hold back on that as you go. And then, because you can always salt it up at the end. You can, yeah. You can't unsalt it, though. Nope. That's a deal. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a thing. And I would say as you're adding flour into your gravy, don't, like, add a cup and blop it in there. Be whisking and feather it. Mm-hmm. That'd be the best way I could say it. Like, feather it in. Otherwise, you're going to get clumps of uh-huh. flour in there that are really hard to break up. Yep, and it'll taste just like raw flour, yep. which is... Little glue, gluey tasting almost. Yeah. Yeah, not good. 
not good for your flour. Yeah. Um, and and uh, we hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. I feel like this show is coming to an end. What do you yeah. feel? I feel it's coming to an end. Me too. Just yeah. remember, there's no such thing as too much garlic. Oh, You can't overdo it. Listen, for those of you that, that strictly, I have to say this, it needs to be said. Mm-hmm. For those of you that strictly follow recipes, shame on you. Shame on you. Um, most recipes go on the light end because you want it to be as widely received as possible. So if you notice, like some families grew up with not very much salt in their diet, and so they don't use very much salt. But other families, salt went on everything. And so that recipe is going to have what's good for the not like in salt family. And that's the same with the pepper, the cayenne, the, the cumin. But then there's times you have to know which, which elements of your recipe you can exaggerate on or go light on or whatever you want to. But man, I think you have to, you have to experiment. And garlic is one that's super easy to experiment with because the more garlic you have, the better everything is always and forever. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many there's so many ways to to put garlic in things. I've I've realized. I like to do um a little bit fresh and a little powder. Do both. Mm. So sometimes like yep. if you're yep. really yep. going for a you want that garlic to stand out and, mm-hmm. and be a little bit more round part of the the dish. Do a little bit of that dry, not too much dry. But add in a little bit. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll do something for you. It will. It totally will. Granulated or powdered garlic. Yep. Either one of those. They'll, well, along they'll, with they'll some minced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can you can mince it. You can grate it. You can chop it. You can smash it. Uh-huh. One tip, though, is garlic's the last thing to go into heat. Yeah. Because it only, it needs, only like, needs like 20, 30 seconds yeah. of, of heat. After Just that, it's going to not, not do anything more. It'll start to burn. Yeah, it'll start to get sweet instead of garlicky and then start to burn and be not yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to brown it too much. You just want it translucent. 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 Yeah. So welcome <laughs> welcome to the, the cooking podcast with Joe and Brian. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Or happy Friendsgiving. Or Quan- happy... Kwanzaa. Happy... What's we're, Kwanzaa? We're getting together, but we hate this whole stupid holiday <laughs> um, with friends. Or happy... I'm just going to work like any other day, and I don't really care. Happy, happy that day too. You know, whatever. Yeah, whatever you're celebrating, whatever you're doing, I, I'm I'm behind you. We're just glad you're you're consuming our stuff. Yeah, keep listening. Consume yeah. whatever food and holidays you want, but always consume this podcast. This podcast will always be there for you, unlike the the hollowness of the the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hits that hits home. Okay, that hits home. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. As always, sharing is caring. Give us a, a review on Apple, iTunes, and we will give you a shout-out on the show. Uh, you may not have heard very many of those recently because we haven't had any. You guys are failing us. Yeah. Even yeah. though we're there for you, we need you there for us. I'm just trying to be mean. Was, it, was that mean enough? Mm, I guess so. Good. Yeah. Pa- good uh, well, let's, if well, I was going to review you, you'd get a one-star right now. Yeah, let's do good cop, bad cop. So, like, okay. no, Brian, that's... That's not them. They're just busy, you know. Oh, yeah. It probably just takes so long to go to Apple iTunes and just write a one sentence review for us with five stars clicked. 
Well, You're right, you, Joe. Well, you know, sometimes they're just not, they don't have very good Wi-Fi. And the, the app is like all glitchy. And yeah. it's hard to find a yeah. place where to put, and you got to be logged in mm. too to get the review. And that's not cool, man. Yeah, so. it takes so much time out of their day. Just like it, it takes us no time at all to come here and record and edit and put together album art and upload it and make sure it goes to all of the different places so they can find it as easy as possible. Yeah, it'd be really hard to have them go to one app and give us a review. We One know. star. <laughs> but I give you all. Was that good? I like it. Who was playing good cop? Was that you or me? I was good cop. You I was, were good cop. I was, okay. I was giving them, I was defending the, the imaginary listener. Like, no, man, they got <laughs> other things going, man. They got, this is a tough time of year, too. You don't know oh, what's yeah, happening. Yeah, it's been, it's been rough for them. But, but as soon as they're ready, I just know they're going to find it in their hearts to think about old joe and brian shivering out here in the, in the garage you know <laughs> the little teeny space heater trying to stir up some brian and some other cool topics for conversation <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your review i've yeah. been brian i've been joe we'll see, see you, you next show, show.